This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. When we lift up our hands to worship, one of the signs of a broken Christian, what they use the word broken, even though all those things we have to redefine them at times, but what, what a Christian that has an understanding, the enlightened one, it's very easy for you to lift up your hands and worship God. It's so difficult for a carnal Christian to worship. And it, it's, yeah, some do it emotionally, and that's not what the Bible talks about, but really, the more uh, you have experienced the love and the power of Jesus, the more freedom you will have in your life, and the freer you are, the more you will worship him. Hallelujah. He said, Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. One of the indications that you are free is that you serve God. If you are not serving him, if you are too many, you are entangled here and there, you need to break free that you might give him unadulterated worship. When we sing, we let it come from our hearts. Those who regularly worship him, Cannot worship men. See, the things of the spirit are connected together. You cannot exercise faith if you are not a man of prayer. You might not be able to pray very well if you are not a worshiper. We need to quit coming to church and forming. You know when worship was going, worship is going on. So just anytime people are worshiping, some just uh, no. You see. That's why I said, it begins with, do you normally pray before a service, before you come for the service? If you do, the service will affect you in a way that it won't if you don't pray. One of the ways to enjoy prayer meeting is for you to pray before the prayer meeting. When you pray, the kind of church that Paul talked about, when he was talking about the church, when he was addressing the Corinthian church, the first Corinthians 14, he said, how come when you gather together, everybody has a psalm? Everybody has a word of prophecy. It's amazing how the church of Jesus Christ has changed. So in the time of Paul, Paul was put in control. Now you see, learn how to let somebody speak for before you speak. Because if there were 10,000 people in the church, 5,000 of them came with a word from God. Not coming to church to hear a word. Oh, I'm praying. You know, I've told you many times, go back again another scriptural union. When I go born again, in the estate we're living in Abelkuta, we got there, we got there. In my second list, we got there. We will have a meeting without a leader and prophecies will come from every quarter and somebody will pray in tongues and somebody will interpret and we're just 14, 15 years old. It's amazing. You know, the absence of those things is why the body of Christ is so weak right now. I told them something on Sunday and you know it was very wonderful. When I, I said it without planning it, but on my way back home, I was enjoying the statement that before I got born again, I drank all kinds of eggs. I was going to a, a particular white garment church. I'm not saying anything wrong, wrong white garment church, but see, I attended, you know, where I will be put on the floor and there's several candles around me. I drank raw egg. I did all sorts. But thank God that those who preach to us never told they for God to tell that we need deliverance. So forever we have never needed deliverance. If they preach like so people will preach now. You are coming from that background. We need to cast out some spirit. If any man be in Christ, we just got born again and we believe we're in Christ and we did not remember that we needed deliverance and up to now we don't need any. 
But people are trapped. They look at where they're coming. Ah! You worship idol. Your ah! Now that you're born again, we have to do series of deliverance. And you're running in cycle. I just started. Are you following me? Did you just say what I've just said now? Amen. I drank coconut water. I went to river to bath. But they, they didn't tell us. They told us about heaven, air working with the Lord. We started working with and the effect of those things died off naturally. Because light is the answer to darkness. Hallelujah. The Bible says, walk in the spirit. And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What people are trying to do is that they want to stay away from the lust of the flesh so that they can walk in the spirit. You are reversing the order of the kingdom. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. The more we follow God, uh, the more light, uh, the more illuminated you become, the more you see and the more you walk in this part of eternal life. So we've been talking about overcoming the force of darkness, right? Now, let me say, don't miss Sunday. Now, we are going to bring this into finances. And I'm going to talk about, I, I, I don't want any one of you in 2019 to be an ordinary person. We are going to look at scriptures to see how can a Christian rise, especially in this wicked and corrupt world that we live in, without being part of the corruption going on. Are there provisions in the Bible? And we look at how we've taught it wrongly, and now we need to approach it rightly. Praise the Lord. This is very important. For your sake, your families will never be the same. Amen. Shout a living amen. amen. What I wanted to well, part of what I will say on Sunday, I always announce ahead of time. The gospel is we can spread the gospel. In two ways. When one is missing, we cannot do a thorough job. Preaching the good news will spread the gospel, but it works with something else. There must be influential Christians in places also. Otherwise, the gospel cannot go as it should go. So when we talk about the gospel spreading, we are talking about the evangelism, and we are talking about the power of influence. This power of influence, the church of Christ has not understood it much. So we go around evangelizing every now and then, but somebody can rise in authority and legislate a law that stops people from preaching somewhere. There can be a TV station and they say that no showing of the gospel. Yeah. You cannot advertise any gospel stuff when channels is doing a news between 10 and 11. You can do before, but you cannot do during news. We have tried it before. That's the truth. I'm not saying anything. No, that's our policy. And I don't go against people's policy. But supposing the owner wakes up tomorrow and he says that, you know what, we can do this. This is why when we talk, the moment, what makes prosperity teaching very difficult is that once you attempt to, most people listen with the art of what they can grab, greed. And the Bible said the love of money is the root of all evil. Until greed is dealt with, you will, you will always misunderstand the measure of prosperity. And what people are thinking next is how to make money and gratify their selfish desires. And the Almighty God has a bigger plan than that. So most times, the message is dead on arrival because people listening, there is a rent they want to pay. Everything is about what I want to do. So this is why God tests people, and he has tested a lot, of people and they have failed. We are going to look at all The Bible says that is faithful in little is also faithful in much. Not that he that is faithful in little will be faithful in much. The Bible say that. He that is faithful in little is already. It's already. With 10,000, God is already judging how you will spend 1 billion. We will... Take this up. It's only second service next Sunday.
if you are given a job to do and your quest is to the first job, you are a caterer and the, the first contract everyone you are going to get is already how you will buy shoes and clothes and buy a car from me. You'll miss the point. The first one should be about serving the people. Give those who have hired you the best that they will never forget. If it means that your if it means that your profits will go down, first of all, service first. People don't understand that. So that is why it is people are debating all over the world the idea of first food because people just find it difficult to give. I was talking to a friend one time. If you employ me, and you say I'm resuming April, and I resume April, and you pay me first first salary, it's not difficult for me to give. You know the way I think. If by April 1st you write me another letter that, sorry, the company has decided that you should resume by May, will I die? That means there's no salary for April, but I won't die. But if my reason is to give it, why can't I? Since if they change their mind that they are holding my appointment for by two months more, I will still be alive. Did you get what I've just said now? That's my own thinking. So I cannot cling to something. That, ah, no, 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 if I don't, this one, I need this, I need it. There's nothing like that. The more you grow in the spirit, the more you know that there's nothing you cannot walk away from. From material things to friendship that does not profit. A lady left one of my friends one time. He was crying like a baby. I felt like giving him a slap. They were dating. I said, I'm not doing it again. And he ran into his room in UI. Hey, and he said, hey, I said, what happened to you? I thought he, maybe the mom died or so. So she said, no. She said, I stood there. He was my senior. That was why I couldn't really ask. But that's why you are crying. <laughs> anyway, uh, some are more emotional than others. <laughs> How many of you have cried before because somebody left you? <laughs> they won't confess now. <laughs> you sat on your bed and you started crying. How <laughs> songs of sorrow were coming. <laughs> After all I've been through. <laughs> what have you been through? Somebody said no to me. That's what you have to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Let's read. Oh. oh, dear Lord Jesus. First John chapter 5, verse 4. Are you following me? Is someone already blessed tonight? Glory to God. Hallelujah. The deeper you are in your walk with God, the more things don't matter to you. The only thing that matters to you is the presence of the Holy Spirit not leaving you. Or you not becoming unconscious of his presence. You, you becoming unconscious of the presence. That's what bothers you. Other things are just ephemeral. They are not very important. Hallelujah. For, let's read together. One, two, go. Hey, read it with life. One, two, go. Whatsoever is born of God. <laughs> Everybody say whatsoever. whatsoever. Even if it's a dog. Whatsoever is born of God. Now this is talking about saints. It's also talking about an idea that originates from God. A marriage that comes by the spirit of God. A job that is produced as an answer to prayer. A child that comes from God. Anything that originates, anything that has its root in God. The Bible says it overcomes the world. And this is a victory. Our faith. Mm. Ephesians 6, 12. Where we've been reading. Let's read verse 13. Praise the Lord. 
Remember what I told you on Sunday, the greatest warfare is your mind and your mouth. We have looked at the origin of Satan. We've looked at the origin of demons. We've looked at cats of demons. And I just want to call you, call you attention to something today. But I said in the midst of everything, what you need to know is to understand that the battle is inside your mind and with your mouth. That Christ has given you victory. And the greatest warfare that the devil tries to tell you otherwise. With experiences and with things happening around you. When you begin to affirm or begin to say things to suggest that Christ did not die, you have lost the battle. Can I hear me? Amen. So the greatest spiritual warfare is not fighting Beelzebub and all those things. It's not allowed. That's what the Bible says, Ephesians 4, 27. Give no place to the devil. All right? Take unto you the whole Lamb of God that you may be able to withstand evil. They haven't done all. What is the meaning? What is the next word? Can you remember where we're coming from on Sunday? Jesus pushed the devil out of the house. He asked you to lock all windows so that it does not come in again. Those windows are things talked about rebellion, different things that we mentioned. So the devil has been conquered by Jesus. You cannot conquer the devil. The only one that could conquer him came to conquer him and he gave you victory. So all you are asked to do is to stand that victory and don't submit again. That is warfare. Is that understood? Is that straightforward enough? Because what I want to talk about tonight, which we said two ways this ago, Satan will always come back. And we see the word. Satan, now, we've done deliverance for a few people, even though the greater that has happened in the church, as I teach people, they grow and demons leave them alone. But once in a while, some still come to the office and ask, if I say that's your faith level, I do. I pray. I pray for them. And there are some cases like the lady that the father was raping regularly, like she had come, but like some cases, I, we pray, we deal with some things. But see, generally, as you listen to the word of God, it changes you and you receive deliverance by the light shining through the word of God in you. But we can be led at times to pray specially for some people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So I pray for different people, from homosexuals to different, every now and then this happens, and I'm, people don't know, this, they don't know, you know, a beautiful lady walk up to my room and say, I'm HIV positive. Things happen. Things happen to people. Amen. But I'm determined. It's not you can tell me that can shock me. Say, ah, you know, Pastor, I've aborted 13 people. Amen. Wherefore, <laughs> that you may be able to withstand even the haven't done all. This is what you have been asked to do to stand. Verse 14. Stand therefore. That instruction is coming again. That means guide your house. God is not saying go out and start fighting the devil. All your ancestral spirit. No. Stay. When the thoughts are coming. When events are trying to prove that Jesus Christ is not the Lord of your life. That you have not been paid for. When things are saying otherwise. He said you are blessed. But events are saying you are broke. And the part I want to say tonight is faith responds. If you are not speaking, you are not in faith. Satan is not answered back silently. You don't conquer with thought. It has to be words. Can I hear me? Hallelujah. If you have not been talking, your faith is low. I'm going to say it in a while. Anyway, the Bible says, stand there for having your Lord guard about. It's not saying go and fight. It's not saying that take your position. It says, having your Lord guard about with truth, having the breastplate of righteousness. Next verse. Your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. One day we look at each of these. Above all, that's what I'm saying. 
That I'm going. Everybody say above all. Above. What is the meaning of above all? Most importantly. Thank you, sir. That's a very strong word. Most, that, that's like, it's saying that most importantly. There are all these things are important, but this one is the most important one. Take unto yourself the shield of faith. What do you do with it? Wherewith you shall be able to quench all fiery darts. How many fiery darts? So there are fiery darts coming. They are not just that. They are, fiery, they are serious darts. But the Bible says that what you do, take unto yourself the shield of faith. This is how you demonstrate victory over Satan. He can't reach you, but there are darts in his hand. He fires a dart. Dart of sickness. Dart of poverty. When we get there on Sunday, if I let you know what God thinks of you, this is my prayer for every member of the church. From 2019 onward, all of you will rise and take your place in the society. Yeah. We need many of you to own TV stations. We need many of you. Oh. The latest thing happening now is that the, the, the people, uh, the gay people and all of them in America, are now beginning to add Bible stories and putting Bible authors as gay. It's a deliberate attempt. And you begin to wonder. In New York, they're allowed to adopt children, but the mayor of New York, whatever his name, governor of New York, just announced that churches cannot, faith-based organizations cannot adopt children again. But gay people can. Because they don't want it to teach their Bible. So when you go to an orphanage, they don't want to adopt children again. This is going, the enemy is very serious. But you see, whoever is going to use, they were all born of men and women like yourself. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So the question we should be asking is that why are we not taking our place? There will never be vacuum in this world. Where good does not occupy, evil will fill it quickly. That's the way life is designed. So the time has come that we look beyond I want to pay rent, I want to buy food. That's how I'm going to go the way I'm going on Sunday. This is time for some start thinking about something heavy, something big. How about all of you employing 1,000 people each? Imagine everybody employing 10,000 people in Lagos. You are as big, you are that big. Can you look at the impact? It's a serious matter. Hallelujah. If you don't want rough boys to be controlling politics, I'll put away from somebody has to hijack them. Take care of them. Set them the right way. Give them a school, and then they will stop doing what they are doing. Otherwise, someone is going to use them, create havoc, create problem, and the good people will run away. Are you following what I mean? Praise the Lord. Let me look at your neighbor. Say, there is work to do. That's why I spoke the way I did. You know, how many of you remember the way I heard it on, on Sunday? That you should hate idleness. Can you remember? Oh, there are too many singles. You are, uh, I want to be, you are dreaming, but you are doing nothing about it. You wake up 10 o'clock, watch film till 12, and go out. Say so you are fashion. Only, the only time you work, Saturday, you are an MC, they only call you for an event Saturday. That's one Saturday in a month. Monday to Friday, what are you doing? Nothing. What stops you from getting some other? What stops you from going back to what, what stops you? If you don't, you, I told you, you are 25, you are 30, you can't beat that A two times. In five years time, you are 30, you'll pass 25 to 30, you will never repeat that again. But the hours you have lost can never be again again. You better wake up and tell yourself the truth. When you find yourself sitting down for hours looking, catch yourself, say, no, this is not who I am. As you are there, some other people of your age are developing, they are going deeper. If you don't change, thou shall serve them.
That's the truth. See, I need to be aggressive like to make people hate idleness. Praise the Lord. If you need to work for free somewhere, go there. You must, we, 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 we'll get there on Sunday. See, money responds to value. That's all. Yes. Somebody will look at you based on the level you are. He's going to consider it a waste to give you 500,000. If he gives you, he goes back on feeling bad. Why did I give 500,000? The same person can give someone else 10 million based on value. Before you get angry, you all do it. Yeah. There are people you buy gifts for. Maybe they are very special to you. But you don't give that big gift to a beggar on the way. That, okay, let's be equal. That statement is a very silly statement. Everybody is equal. Treat everybody equally. Nobody treats everybody equally. Treat everybody equally. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Treat everybody equally. Then bring your neighbor to your bedroom and sleep on your bed with your neighbor now. So let's treat everybody equally. You cannot treat everybody equally. You can only treat everybody fairly. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. Are you following me? Not everybody around you, when they all do their bed, you cannot buy all of them the same thing. If you want to buy for your MD, there is a way you package. It's going to be different. Because you are going to, even though the MD does not know what you are giving, it's called honor. You are giving him according to his value. But if you are going to give the gate man, you cannot give the gate man and the MD the same thing. Poor people, people get angry when they hear something like that, but that is the truth. And that is the reality of life. That's the truth. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. You don't say, see, I need to treat everybody. After laying your husband's verse, your husband don't say, we to treat everybody equally. You slept on the bed yesterday. Today, we are going to call the guy on the street, the gardener, is the one sleeping on our bed. Because we need to treat everybody equally. Is that normal? Even the gardener, we ask, madam, are you well? Because that is not done. It is to be fair to everybody that is necessary. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Mm. We, we will get to that. Oh, sorry. So the shield of faith with which shall quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Ah. What is the shield of faith? It is the shield of faith. <laughs> but how is it used? I want to show you something about faith that is speech. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Let's read from 12 and 13. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Are you with me? So death walketh in us, but life in you. This verse. We, having the same spirit of faith, according to as it's reason, written, I believe, therefore what? What's the next one? We also believe, therefore, anyone operating the spirit of faith, we always speak. Ah. Do you speak to people? Everything that happens around you that is contrary to God's will, they speak to people. Many people don't know that some of the whispers that you think you are hearing are not coming from God. When a woman is 34 and she's beginning to fret, I'm 34, I'm not married. It's not just an anxiety. If you were to open your eyes in the spirit, you'll see that Satan is speaking to you and you overcome by speaking back. When you start hearing something like time is going, you might not marry. Don't let those thoughts go. Spirit of faith demands. Now, that is a fiery that. You quench that that by responding in words. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. When you check your bank account and it looks empty, he's saying something to you. He needs you to talk back. 
The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I have abundance in the name of Jesus. When you say those words, you have quenched the spirit of poverty. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. We have the spirit of faith. We believe. Therefore, we, we speak. You cannot pray to without speaking. When the devil came to Jesus in that temptation, every time he spoke, Jesus spoke back. But now, if you read Luke's version, you know that story is in two places. It's in Matthew 4 and Luke 4. Luke's version ends this way. Because this will happen repeatedly. Luke chapter 4, I think verse 13. Where the Bible says Satan departed from, from him for a time. He does not go forever. This is why this battle is an eternal battle. Standing on the promise of the word of God speaking. If you are wise, you cultivate the habit of speaking the word of God every day. Hallelujah. And the devil had ended all his temptation. He departed from him for what? For how, how long? Remember when we read that, that time? I think it's in Matthew 12. The Bible says that when the Holy Spirit left the man, that's Matthew 12, 47. So he came back. He said, I will return to my house. When he's coming back and he makes the word of God in your mouth, he goes again for a season. Then when you repeat that cycle too many times, the devil will leave you alone in that area. Can come in another area another day. So it is possible that the spirit of poverty leaves for people alone forever. It is possible for sickness to leave for people alone forever. Let's assume that 60 years have come and gone, I've not experienced a dick once. But the same guy once had his body ravaged with sickness. There can be over victory that puts them on the run forever. But that will happen after they've repeated the text many times. So when the devil fired three at Jesus and Jesus won not, the Bible says he departed for a season. He came later because Hebrews 12, chapter 2, the Bible makes us understand that Jesus was tempted at every point in time yet without sin. But the Bible only lists three here. But Hebrew tells that he was tempted at every point. So other kinds of temptation came to, but Jesus was able to overcome everyone. Glory to God. In the story that Papa Egan told us, there was a lady. The fall of any Christian is not normal. She was a pastor's wife. Egan said he had met her before. So Jesus appeared to Kenneth E. Egan. And I just was talking to him. He said, so like a screen appeared and he saw this woman. He said he once met the woman some years before they with her husband. They just shook hands and no cordial, no uh, deep relationship. Just met her and her husband. The husband was pastoring somewhere. And then he said, yes, after he heard that she had left the husband. Then Jesus was showing her, take you what happened. She left the husband and she had gone to a casino to be singing. And then she was actually uh, sleeping with men around. And people went to try to restore and she told her that she wasn't interested in Jesus again. So Egi just was explaining to Egi what happened. And he said, you see this woman, she's my precious daughter. Egi said when he saw her, she was extremely beautiful, actually. So he said, as Jesus showed him that vision, he saw a demon appearing on the woman's shoulder, like an imp. And whisper into her here, you are so beautiful. You can make more money. You are cheated in life already by staying with this pastor. If you were to be singing in a casino and all those places with your beauty, you will make a lot of money. She recognized that voice as the voice of the devil. And she said, Satan, I command you to leave me. This is what happens when people are being tempted. And the demon ran like a monkey, ran away. After some months, came back, sat on the shoulder again. And said, I see you are very beautiful. Repeated the same words. You could have had fortune. By now, it should be in the front page of magazines. Or you are just following a pastor. Or not even a popular pastor for that matter. Say, I rebuke you, Satan. And demon left. 
Jesus said the demon kept coming back and he said gradually she started entertaining the thoughts. They just told the that for she loved to think she was beautiful. So that became, so she started, so she wasn't rebuking the demon again. Kept coming. And he saw after a while, she believed it like a black spot moving to her head. Then she left the man. And Jesus told the that at that point she could still be forgiven and all would go. But then, one day she woke up and she said to us, I don't even want Jesus Christ again. Then the blood spots moved from her head to her heart. And then Jesus told her again, at that point she cannot be saved again. Because she did not deny Jesus under pressure. She did it intentionally. And Hebrews says that it's impossible for those who have been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have walked in the path. If they fought to renew them again, it's impossible. They crucified the Son of God openly. This is why I do understand hyper-grace stupidity in the name of a message that a Christian cannot fall. Even though Paul said that those who have tasted, if they fall, they cannot be renewed again. But there's a gospel going on that people can. It's amazing how people contradict the Bible and take a stand. But they are not my target today anyway. And I just threw arrow there once in a while because of how silly some of our brethren can just be. You read something in the Bible, you cook up your own and tell yourself, that no, no, it's not exactly so. You must know what Paul did not know. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So at that point, but the, the part is, the demon kept coming back. So you are on beginning to understand now when there's a temptation around you. Some years back, I shared on fighting temptation. I might go there again. Because when you have a congregation of maybe 1,000, 2,000 people, there might be 400 of them going through temptation. Some have been tempted. And some of you now, there's a temptation going on. Something is tempting you, wanting you to do something wrong. And you are trying to take your stand. The more you listen to a message like this, it sets you free, but it embodies you to say no. The more you don't listen to message, the stronger the temptation becomes over you. And you see, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the power of it is that when you hold it close to yourself, you start looking beautiful. Housemaid, that the force they brought her to your house looked ugly, can become beautiful when you look at her too much as a man. Most men who have had sex with their maid, if they were told two years before, they wouldn't believe. The same girl that came in, that she looked dirty in some cases like that, a man can, the demon will sit over your shoulder and tell you, look at her shape. Look at her breasts. Look at her this. Look at her. You look, look, look. Exactly what happened to Eve. The Bible said that she looked at the tree. It became attractive. The Bible said it looked like a fruit to make somebody wise. She had been passing that tree many times. We don't know how many years they were in the garden for before age started counting. The age started counting after the fall. You understand? So before the fall, we don't know how long it took Adam before he committed that sin. But you see, when the serpent started talking to him, she looked at the fruit and the Bible said that it looked like somebody, something to make somebody wise. Satan can decorate something ugly and make it beautiful. It is after doing it that your eyes will open. Just be warm, you can see now. <laughs> and like, what, what have I done? What have I done? I growing up a lady, one of the most brilliant on the street. They were just telling her about a guy who had money. She ended up getting pregnant for a guy who could not even read and write. The marriage died on arrival. I mean, the guy could not speak one sentence in English. As she was asking, I said, What did I do? What have I done? How did I get here? How did I get here? Believers who have stolen money in offices is the same thing. 
They just sit back and wonder, how did I get there? Because the temptation will be like there's no implication. That's the first lie Satan tells. There is nothing you do outside your jurisdiction that has no implication. There's nothing. Amen. Why the earth remains seed, time, and harvest. There will always be a seed. There will be a, a space in between seed. Harvest will surely come. So, learn to speak back. That is what we are saying today. Let's finally look at James chapter 3. I will close. Is someone blessed? Yes, Hallelujah. We have a talking Holy Ghost living inside us. So we should always talk. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Isaiah 54. Every tongue that rises against you. That was the last verse. Thou shall. Who will condemn it? Hallelujah. The Bible says when a tongue rises against you, don't let that tongue go. Thou shall condemn. So if somebody calls you and he says, I'm a prophet, he said, I pray for you, you cannot prosper. You must respond. You will not pray for me and I will prosper. No, every tongue that rises against you in judgment. Once a statement is said about you that you can't pass this level, if it's a boss, you might not say it before him, say it under your breath. When somebody says that, if you don't sleep with me, no promotion, I will not sleep with you, yet I will be above you in this office. It is allowed in the school of the spirit. You must respond. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When they give a wrong report in the hospital, you must be able to say, no, doctor is not your enemy, so don't shout at doctor that's what you are like. That's what people do. Just turn and just say that in Jesus' name, by his stripes, I am healed. I am not going to die of any sickness. I will die in health, very good age. Speak. Hallelujah. When you sense everything telling that you cannot pay that rent, say it shall come to pass. That next week shall come. By this time next week, I would have paid the landlord. And I will have much more money in my account. Even though I don't know how. Thank you, Father. Respond. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. When he says something about your children, respond back. I and the children that God has given, we are for signs and wonders. Great is the peace of our children for their thoughts of God. Respond. When you are afraid that they might sack you at the office, don't let the fear and just be using another thought to override that thought. No. Open your mouth and say something. They cannot sack me here. I'm the most productive staff here. In the name of Jesus, I show forth excellent results in this office. Is somebody with me? Let's read James 3 and let's close. James 3. Are you blessed today? Are you following me? Tell all your friends to be around on Sunday. Sunday is going to be explosive. Hallelujah. Both first and second service. So I'm employing everybody to be around on Sunday. My brother, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive greater condemnation. When I read this, I did not want to be a pastor. Some years back. <laughs> That's why... <laughs> Only accept when God has called you something. The Bible said that leaders will receive greater. So if you are the that you are quick to run your mouth, tell people what they should do. The Bible said that your home will be greater. If you know it, you learn to keep quiet. See, forgive our trespasses. How? As we forgive those who trespass against us. If you are always covering the mistakes of others, your home will be covered. If you are always exposing others, your time will come. Good measure, press down, shake it together, running over. It will come. Hallelujah. 
there was a guy, we, when, we, that time, when, we, when we were growing up, that people were praying together, you know, some people might nod a little, those a little, and they were exposed there. In small prayer, I mean, the day is was, it happened, it was in the conference. At the front, I was sleeping. Ah, brother, mercy, mom. You know, <laughs> life has a way of setting up. Those who do that to others, your time will just come. When something happened that boosts marriage and you broadcast it, your own is coming. Hallelujah. You protect your own marriage even by protecting other people. It is true. You only talk to people that can do something about the situation. On the other side also, some people are dying and they don't want to talk to anybody. There should be people you, you can talk to. That's the truth. Hallelujah. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not a word, tell your neighbor, it is possible not to offend a word. The same is a perfect man able to bridle the whole body. Verse 3. We put bits in us' mouth that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body. Next verse. Behold also the shapes. We come, which though they be so great, are driven by fierce wind, yet they are turned about with a very small hair, or whithersoever the governor. This is one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible, talking about the confession. The Bible says that no matter how big a horse is, be it a stallion, once you have control of the mouth of the horse, the horse will follow you. So they put the belt on the horse's mouth and they give you the belt. You turn it, the horse will follow you. And the Bible says, when you look at sheep, no matter how big a sheep is, when you see a sheep on the, on the, on the, on, on the sea, it is massive. The waves can carry the sheep like this. The winds are blowing. But the Bible says that the wind notwithstanding, the wind, no matter how powerful the wind is, no matter the ranging of the water, and no matter the size of the sheep, the sheep only obeys just one thing. There is a small object inside that is called ruder. It is when you turn that ruder that the sheep will go to. So the sheep will not go the direction of the wind. It will go the direction of. That is like your life. There are winds all over. Economic wind, Nigerian wind, Lagos wind, family wind, and all kinds of wind. But the Bible says that there is a small ruder called your tongue. Your life will go the way of your tongue, not the economy of Lagos. So you can submit yourself to the economy of Nigeria or you can use your mouth to direct yourself to another direction. Hallelujah. The time has come for Christians all over the world to begin to speak. That is what I've come to tell you tonight. This is why Bible study is important. As you see the word of God, you put it in your mouth. I've told you for the end product of scriptures, it's not for you to read, it's for you to say. We read to know. We know so that we can speak. So Jesus said to Satan, it is written. It is written must come from your mouth repeatedly also. When Jesus saw the fig tree having no food, the fig tree was saying something to Jesus. And it's Jesus responded by saying, let no man eat of thee again. When the storm was coming, disciples were crying, Master, we are perishing. He said, this does not get the job done. You must talk to the wind. A Christian must talk to everything. Talk to your pockets. Talk to your house. Talk to your body. Talk to your children. Talk to your husband. Oh, you are not married. You can call for the man. These are powerful spiritual exercises. You can call for a godly wife by the words that you speak. Your words will go to create the woman and will cause your path to meet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is wonderful. This is the opportunity we have in Christ. 
if there is any mountain before you right now, there is a noise in there. Why don't you address the mountain right now? Why don't you have the final say over the mountain right now? Why don't you speak the word over the mountain right now? Release those words by faith. 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 Speak. If you are speaking, don't speak silently. Speak loudly. Nobody is hearing you except in the realm of the spirit. They are hearing you. Speak boldly and speak loudly. Command the sea to be open. Command there to be a way. If something is confronting you, respond back to that thing right now. boldly with your mouth say hear me lack I respond to you I am paying this bill supernaturally there's a supply respond to joblessness a door is open unto me for a next job Respond to sickness by his stripes. I am healed. Respond to fear. I'm bold. I'm an overcomer. Respond to addiction. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I'm not doing again. Respond. I have power over my body. So I'm not doing it again. listening to the teaching we believe you have been blessed worship with us at david's court number 25 mojidi street off touring street ikeja lagos on sundays our first service starts by 8 a.m and our second service by 10 a.m while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m on wednesdays go and do great things god bless you